Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Are you ready for I'm, season three? Ooh, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. Welcome back, guys. Um, this break was a little bit longer than anticipated. Here's what happened. Um, we didn't get to work quick enough. <laughs> so, there you have it. There's, there's no holding back. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. We're moving into this new year with honesty and transparency. Um, so this is a topic that's been requested a few times actually, but, um, a few of you guys had asked us to do like a personality test and then talk about the results and see like how spot on we thought it was. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're doing the Myers-Briggs, Briggs, Meyer, Meyer, Briggs, Myers-Briggs. Yeah. I, that's the 16 personalities, right? Yeah. Okay. Cause yeah, that's yeah. what I took. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I like have always used the website 16 personalities for like years and years. So we'll put that in the link. Um, but it is the Myers-Briggs personality <laughs> test. So there you go. It's a struggle. Myers-Briggs. Would you like to pull up your results? I would love to. Interestingly enough, I did this a couple of years ago, or was it only, it was like a year and a half ago when I came to visit you in Vancouver. Um, and I got a different result, which is like unheard of because like I've, I've done this test so many times. I've been doing it for probably like six years. And I usually like retake it like once or twice a year kind of thing, just because like I end up being with someone where I'm like, what's your personality type? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I always think it's going to be different. Like when I'm answering the questions, I'm like, this is going to be so different. And I'm almost like sad because I don't want to like <laughs> detach Change from it. my personality type. Yeah. Um, and I, I fucking always get the same one. I, you know what I think it is? Um, when I was answering it the first time, I was in such a different like headspace and I was like living such a different life. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was more so like a methodical, like corporate type of person. Yeah, well, I guess because like your like lifestyle and like work has changed so drastically. Well, and even the way that that I am, because back then too, and I know that this is like a broken record, but like not drinking has really changed my personality. Yeah. Um, because I think for me, it's like it's made me more authentic and more open. Well, and especially like living with you and like going to therapy and stuff like that, like I'm people would be surprised to know that I used to not talk about my feelings at all. Yeah. <laughs> like my emotions, my feelings, like anything. Like I was very closed off in that way. Yeah. And so when I was answering the questions this time, I was like surprising myself because I would go to press like disagree. And I'm like, but that's not true for anymore. Yeah. And, like this, like I am like open, like willing to talk about my feelings, like shit like that. Oh my God. I'm so interested to hear your yeah. <laughs> So the first thing on like the 16 personalities is basically like it breaks down um, a little bit like kind of like a snapshot of the personality type um so i'm 54 percent extroverted and okay. 46 46 percent introverted i know that that's changed it used to be like way more extroverted but now i'm like almost like dead in the middle that's so crazy yeah i think i can't remember what i got last time it was something different like we don't remember what i was last time but i think it might have been the campaigner or no no that's me oh, okay i can't remember anyway um <laughs> I am 76% extroverted. Wow. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't say what sense. I am introverted, but the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. 24%, uh, I guess. Um, so the next thing is energy. And this trait shows where we direct our mental energy. So it's either like intuitive or observant. I'm 67% intuitive and 33% observant. 
I'm 60% intuitive. Ooh. 40% whatever the other one is. That's where we're uh, linked up. Yeah. Um, then we have nature. So this trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. I'm 85% feeling <laughs> and 15% thinking. Everyone's going to be like Pisces. <laughs> Pisces queen. <laughs> I'm almost the same. I'm 79% feeling. Damn. Yeah. I feel like that one would have been so different back in the day for you. Oh, yeah. It would have been like way more thinking. I was so much more methodical. Crazy. Um, Tactics is uh, how we reflect our approach to work, planning, and decision making. Um, I'm 63% prospecting and 37% judging. I'm 51% judging. Ooh. So that's probably a good balance in work life. Yeah. Um, And then identity is... uh, it says this trait underpins all others showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. And so I'm 67% assertive in my decisions and 33% turbulent. What is yours? I'm 88% turbulent. Whoa, bro. <laughs> what does that mean? So turbulent would be like, um, like you're not as confident in your decisions, basically. Like you could kind of go either way. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I'm so indecisive. I'm actually surprised that mine isn't more assertive. And like I've actually noticed this um, like since working with you as well and like working with um, other people on like projects that I'm doing. I I make a decision and it's done. Yeah. It's like quick. <laughs> you were like very like, okay, this is it. This is it. This is it. What do you think about this? And I'm like, I, I'm going to need a week. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think I just need to like think about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah that's crazy um so my personality type is enfp dash a okay i am enfj dash t enfj hmm, i'm so curious what your thing was originally um so mine is called the campaigner personality so if i'm ever referring to it as campaigner that's that's why uh i'm the protagonist Ooh, <laughs> i am a protagonist and i'm a diplomat that's my role oh, okay I don't know what that means but makes sense my strategy is social engagement um should we Ew. read these introductions might as well why not yeah okay here's my introduction the campaigner personality is a true free spirit <laughs> um they're often the life of the party but unlike types in the explorer role group campaigners are less interested in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment than they are in enjoying the social and emotional connections they make with others um, charming, independent, energetic, and compassionate, the 7% of the population that they comprise can certainly be felt in any crowd. Um, more than just sociable people pleasers, though, campaigners um, are shaped by their intuitive quality, allowing them to read between the lines with curiosity and energy. They tend to see life as a big, complex puzzle where everything is connected. Um, but unlike analyst personality types who tend to see that puzzle as a series of systemic ma- mac- mash- Yep. Let me see. Uh, machinations? Oh, yeah. I don't even know that. Yep. Okay, moving on. Um, Campaigners (laughs) see it through a prism of emotion, compassion, and mysticism and are always looking for a deeper meaning. Um, Oh, wow. Many other types are likely to find these qualities irresistible. You are irresistible, Sam. (laughs) Um, I can't get enough. (laughs) Uh, And if they found a cause that sparks their imagination, campaigners will bring an energy that oftentimes thrusts them into the spotlight, held up by their peers as a leader and a guru. But this isn't always where independence-loving campaigners want to be. Worse still, if they find themselves beset by the administrative tasks and routine uh, maintenance that can accompany a leadership position. Campaigner self-esteem is dependent on their ability to come up with original 
uh, solutions and they need to know that they have the freedom to be innovative. They can quickly lose patience or become dejected if they get trapped in a boring role. Uh-huh. That is me to like a friend. That's you, team. baby. <laughs> um, uh, campaigners know how to relax and they are perfectly capable of switching from a passionate, driven idealist in the workplace to that imaginative, imaginative and enthusiastic free spirit on the dance flow. Um, often with a suddenness that can surprise even their closest friends. Um... I don't know that it surprises me. They don't know me that well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll spend a lot of time exploring social relationships, feelings, and ideas. Uh, and that's true. Yeah. There you go. That's the synopsis of my synopsis. And do you feel like th- like those are spot on? I feel, yeah, I feel pretty spot on. When we get into strengths and weaknesses, though, I think it'll be interesting to like go through those. Right. Okay. Do you want to hear my introduction? I really do. Of the protagonist? All right, so protagonists are natural-born leaders. Thank you so much. Full of passion and charisma. This is true. This is true so far. <laughs> Forming around 2% of the population. Hey, they are oftentimes our politicians, our coaches, our teachers, reaching out and inspiring others to, to achieve and to do good in the world. Wow. With a natural confidence that begets influence. <laughs> protagonists take a great deal of pride and joy in guiding others to work together to improve themselves and their community firm believers in people people are drawn drawn to strong personalities and protagonists radiate authenticity concern and altruism unafraid to stand up and speak when they feel something needs to be said they find it natural and easy to communicate with others true especially in person true and their intuitive (laughs) trait helps people with the protagonist personality type to reach every mind be it through facts and logic or raw emotion Protagonists easily see people's motivations and seemingly disconnected events and are able to bring these ideas together and communicate them as a common goal with an eloquence that is nothing short of mesmerizing. Oh, wow. Wow, what a compliment. Mesmerizing, <laughs> god damn. Yeah. The interest protagonists have in others is genuine, almost to a fault. When they believe in someone, they can become too involved in other person's problems, place too much trust in them. You don't <laughs> say. <laughs> Luckily, this trust tends to be a self-fulfilling prophecy as protagonists' altruism and authenticity inspire those they care about to become better themselves. But if they aren't careful, they can overextend their optimism, sometimes pushing others further than they're ready or willing to go. I don't, know, I don't know if that's true, though. But anyway, protect, uh, how long is it? Okay, here we go. Protagonists are... <laughs> that's why I started kind of just like... <laughs> yeah condensing sorry him. guys <laughs> protagonists are vulnerable to another snare as well they have a tremendous capacity for reflecting on and anal- analyzing their own feelings but if they get too caught up in another person's plight they can develop a sort of emotional hypochondria seeing other people's problems in themselves trying to fix something in themselves that isn't wrong if they get to a point where they are held back by limitations uh, someone else is experiencing it can hinder the protagonist's ability to see past the dilemma and be of any help at all when this happens it's important for protagonists to pull back and use that self-reflection to distinguish between what they really feel and what is a separate issue that needs to be looked at from another perspective. People with the protagonist personality type are passionate altruists, sometimes even to a fault, and they are unlikely to be afraid to take the slings and arrows while standing up for people and the ideas they believe in. It is no wonder that many famous protagonists are cultural or polit political icons this personality type wants to lead the way to a brighter future whether it's by leading a nation to prosperity or leading their little league softball team to a hard-fought victory wow yeah, very precious ending there <laughs> got a little cheesy at the end <laughs> um so moving on to strengths and weaknesses okay so my first strength is curious 
curiouser and curiouser. Now I'm opening up like the one that I never was. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. That was an inside joke. I know. <laughs> we did a play in high school called Alice in Wonderland, and that was the opening line to the play. <laughs> and we had to listen to it a million times. Oh my gosh, in, uh, so many times. In rehearsal. <laughs> Uh, okay, so my first strength is curious. Uh, when it comes to new ideas, campaigners aren't interested in brooding. They want to go out and experience things and don't hesitate to step out of their comfort zones to do so. They're imaginative and open-minded, seeing all things as part of a big mysterious puzzle called life. Yeah. Do you agree with that? A hundred percent for you, yeah. I think I would too. Yeah, I think that um, you're you're so curious that like if you get something in your mind, it's like, well, this is what's happening now. Yeah, I'm very, like, <laughs> I need the instant gratification. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you've always been that way, though. I just am who I am. Yeah. ENFP through and through. <laughs> what's your first strength? Uh, tolerant. Yep. <laughs> okay, all right. When I saw this one, because Sam told me not to read it, but I'd already kind of started reading it, and this is where I stopped, and I was like, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, <laughs> this is going to be a read, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so protagonists are true team players, and they recognize that that means listening to other people's opinions, even when they contradict their own. They admit they don't have all the answers and are often receptive to dis- dis- dissent, dissent, so long as it remains constructive. Okay. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that one for sure. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I'm. this is like something that I came to realize like n- like pretty late on in life, but that I don't have all the answers and like I don't know. And mm. I so much I just love in conversations when people say I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when people try to like think that they know or they want to like expand on an idea that they haven't even formed yet. For me, it's just like I would rather like listen yeah you know and like learn and I have no problem like morphing my beliefs if like I can be so convinced by logic and reasoning yeah yeah and I feel like that just like leads to growth that's a good way of looking at it um okay my next strength is observant campaigners believe that there are no irrelevant actions that every shift in sentiment every move and every idea is part of something bigger Mm -hmm. to satisfy their curiosity campaigners try to notice all of these things and to never miss a moment what was the thing again? Observant. No irrelevant actions. Yeah. I think so. I guess I'm like confused by that one. Can you read it again just for me? Uh, campaigners believe that there are no irrelevant actions, that every shift in sentiment, every move, and every idea is part of something bigger. Mm. To satisfy their curiosity, they try to notice all of these things and never miss a moment. Yeah, 100%. This one is like um, where Matt and I clash. Oh, why? Um, because I... I'm very much like this in that like if someone says something I'm just like okay well I just like I wonder if they said that because of this and this because of this and this because of their childhood trauma and like right, right. I mean? like, <laughs> like I really try to like go back and like try and understand like why they might have said that whereas Matt just like he really like speaks without thinking mm. so he is like oh my god like I, di- I didn't mean it like that like right but it's just yeah you um to like springboard off of that you are very selective with your words and your wording yeah like when you speak you speak with intent generally yeah well to me anyway I would say yeah Yeah. like I feel like to your like friends and stuff like that like you don't um you're not one to like send a like rash text oh fuck no you're like in the freaking notes like (laughs) oh I'm a notes ass bitch dude and like once that notes app is getting pulled up like you better run um like I yeah I but you know what like I think for me um 
a lot of that has to do with the fact that like I really worry about hurting people's feelings Mm. like that was one of the questions on this quiz was like um is it okay to um step on people's toes to get ahead right and that was one of the only questions that I answered was strongly disagree oh really yeah because like I um like there's some people that are like just oh my god like just tell this just say what you mean to this person just just tell them how you feel and I'm like well no because like I don't want to say something that they're gonna hold on to for the rest of their life yeah you know like I want to be yeah very careful and like how I talk to people especially people I care about mm-hmm I said I strongly disagree to that question, too. Oh, good. Yeah, I would never step on somebody else to advance myself. Okay, what's your next uh, strength? I am reliable. (laughs) Wow, wow. This is... Okay, so I remember actually, like, doing the quiz with you, and, like, the first time you were like, meh, meh. Like, you, like, weren't, like, completely... Sure. Sure, but this one so far. I mean, we're we're two strengths in, but... Yeah. I'm feeling pretty confident. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The one thing that galls protagonists the most is the idea of letting down a person or cause they believe in. If it's possible, protagonists can always be counted on to see it through. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that too. I think, like, this is the thing, is, like, I'm not a plan canceler. Like, if I cancel a plan, it's because I'm, like, on my deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I will always, like, hold up my end of the bargain, even if it's, like, to my detriment. Like, if I'm so tired or, like, so busy or whatever, like, I'll, yeah, 100%. That's what, it's so funny that you said, like, to your detriment, because um, with both of your first strengths, that was the first thing that popped into my head. I was, like, oh, yeah, tolerant, like, almost to your detriment and then I was like reliable like almost to your detriment like it, it's funny because like your strengths are like what's like so lovable about you obviously and like it is like where you like shine through so much but yeah it almost like goes you're just so bad with balance yeah <laughs> like I'm all in it just goes like off a fucking cliff <laughs> yeah I am I'm all in um so you'd agree with that one as well yeah, I, I, I mean, this is just feeling like a pat on the back, but... <laughs> yeah, I think I'm pretty fucking I'm pretty dope. fucking reliable. <laughs> yeah. What's your third? Um, energetic and enthusiastic. As they observe um, forming new connections and ideas, campaigners won't hold their tongues. They're excited about their findings and share them with anyone who will listen. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> this infectious enthusiasm has the dual benefit of giving campaigners a chance to make more social connections and of giving them a new source of information and experience as they fit their friends' opinions into their existing ideas yeah I especially that last part like I think that you do I think that you're open to new ideas and um like willing to like learn as well yeah I think um I that's like one of the only things that makes me energetic is like the idea of like pursuing something like new yeah (laughs) well because you like thrive off of passion and that's what's like that's what sparks passion in you is like like new endeavors (laughs) thank you you're welcome um I am charismatic (laughs) yeah uh charm and popularity are qualities protagonists have in spades they instinctively know how to capture an audience and pick up on mood and motivation in ways that allow them to communicate with reason emotion passion restraint whatever the situation calls for talented imitators protagonists are able to shift their tone and matter to reflect the need of the audience while still maintaining their own voice oh my god i talk about this all the fucking time you're a real triple threat over there (laughs) (laughs) look at that about like taking like the guest experience first or whatever like that's that's a good way to put it because every time i say that i'm like oh i'm not being disingenuous it's just like changing my tone for like the audience yeah that's so interesting i don't know that i would say like popularity like when i was growing up i was not popular I wasn't okay 
Alyssa needs to get a grip. Like, honestly, like, it's okay. Like, Alyssa walks into a room and it's like everybody just like shifts to like, you can, like, you can, like, anywhere, anywhere, like retail places. It doesn't matter. You're like chatting them up. You're like, what are you doing this weekend? Like, you're like so fucking in there, like a dirty shirt. Oh my God, it's brutal. Oh, God. Everything takes 10 times longer because everyone wants to like just chit chat with Alyssa for hours. Uh, tell me that isn't true tell me that isn't true right now (laughs) this is getting embarrassing (laughs) okay um my next strength is um excellent communicators Mm. um it's a good thing that campaigners have such strong people skills or they'd never express these ideas campaigners enjoy both small talk and deep meaningful conversations which are just two sides of the same coin for them and they are adept at steering conversations towards their desired subjects in ways that feel completely natural and unforced i wouldn't say that you enjoy small talk the same way that you enjoy deep meaningful conversations yeah i would um yeah i would argue that one as well yeah i it's crazy like when when sam and i first started hanging out again like like seriously (laughs) Like, we're getting serious. Um, I think, like, we sat down to dinner and you were like, what's your, like, biggest, like, childhood trauma? <laughs> like, there's, like, no, like, you know, the weather, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, and even with people that, like, she just meets, that's, like, she wants to know, like, what, like, really is in deep or, like, what's yeah. your, like, what's the, me- what drives you? What's your passion? It's not, like, oh, yeah, like, where did you grow up? Like, that shit is, does not fly at the dinner table with Sam. <laughs> no. Well, and I think that it's just, like, I find that I find those kinds of conversations like really useless Mm. and so ultimately like if you're somebody that I'm like inviting into my life I want to know about you like very thoroughly Mm -hmm. um and if it's like surface level conversation then you stay like a surface level person in my life well that's a good way to put it yeah there you go I think it's also because you care about people and like you are like the least judgmental person I know and like the more that I open up to you or like I go through things like side by side with you the more I like realize how non-judgmental you are oh thank you (laughs) I try to be no well actually I don't even know that I try to no I don't think you do it doesn't like I'm it takes a fucking lot to like really actually shock me and sometimes it honestly surprises me because stuff that like I'm embarrassed about you're just like "Mm." yeah (laughs) and I'm like really (laughs) okay thanks what do you got over there uh altruistic which to be honest with you i don't even know what this word means but we're gonna find out i guess um uniting these qualities is protagonist's unyielding desire to do good in and for their communities uh be it in their own home or a global stage warm and selfless protagonists genuinely believe that if they can just bring people together they can do a world of good oh my god this made me cry talking about like you (laughs) oh lord this is wow the eye waters are gonna be taking place i'm sure I agree with that. Yeah, I think I think that like my heart is in that place. But I think like when I was younger, I really like wanted to be like global service club, like all Mm. of like that kind of stuff. And I feel like I do still have that like inside of me, like with um, like that little book club thing that I want to do and stuff like that. Like I do, I guess I do like really believe in like uniting us all and like being like a big little family. Uh, But I need to like just act on it more. You know what, though? Like, I think that that, um, that trait is not as often shown in, like, really grand scenarios, but, like, very often shown, um, mm. like, person to person. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, know how to relax is my next one. 
Uh, it's not all nature of the, co- it is though. It's not all <laughs> nature of the cosmos discussion with uh, campaigners. People with this personality type know that sometimes nothing is as important as simply having fun and experiencing life's joys. Oh, true. That intuitive trait lets campaigners know that it's time to shake things up and these wild bursts of enthusiastic energy can surprise even their closest friends. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel like you know how to like relax. Like I feel like you're always on the go, but when you read out the description of it, then I agree with it. You're like extremely spontaneous, which might yeah. surprise people. It surprises me. It That's used it. to anyway, not anymore, yeah. but it used to. Like if you bring something up with Sam that like you want to do, it's like it's not going to happen next week. It's like, OK, well, let's go today. <laughs> <laughs> like even little things like if somebody brings up like, oh, I want to do an escape room. She's like on her phone. Like she's like calling them. She's like, what? OK, we're, we're booked in for six. <laughs> Or like just like yeah, anything like, like that. to make the shit happen. Yeah, and I do think that you're good at like, like having fun. Like if it's fun time, it's fucking fun time. Always home. Always <laughs> it's home, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it makes you like a a like an endearing friend as oh, well. Thank you. Because it's like, ha- like having such like a strong business sense and like work ethic in that way. And then, like, being able to flip it to such, like, a fun, spontaneous, like, woo. Okay. Oh, really- <laughs> we're, like, really, like, talking ourselves up. And then we're going to get to the weaknesses and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. We need to pad the blows. Yeah, truly. <laughs> um, okay. A natural leader. More than seeking authority themselves, protagonists often end up in leadership roles at the request of others. True. Um, cheered on by the many admirers of their strong personality and positive vision. Wow. Yeah. That. Okay. I feel like this is so accurate, especially like you being put into that position because Mm. I, I, not that you don't, but like, I think you're just more often like people look to you as a leader. So you're just like, all right, here I am. (laughs) Like, and so it's, it's funny because like I, I, yeah, I definitely feel that way about you. Um, thank you. But I, it's crazy because even when I was a bar manager, I didn't ask. Yeah. They literally just like were like, you will have this job now. Yeah, basically. It was like, okay, like if it started off, you'll be a bar leader. And then all of a sudden I had business cards. <laughs> Dope. But that's the thing is I don't see myself as a leader and I never have. Yeah. Well, and that's what, what I think is that it's not like you are um, like really like strong headed about it kind of thing. Like right. you're like, I'm going to fucking lead this shit. Like you just are like, <laughs> You like step into the role and you're like, okay, all right, this is what I'm doing now, yeah. I guess. If this is the task at hand, then this is the task at hand and I will complete it because yeah. I'm reliable. That's the thing. Like, this is something that's hard with um, like being your own boss per se uh, is I love tasks. Like I like knowing exactly what I need to do. I was literally just talking to Matt about that, about you the other night. Oh, really? Yeah. I was yeah. like, I feel like Alyssa needs like some like real fucking like someone being like you're doing this and then you're doing this that's why I think it's so easy for me with like the editing thing because I can see it Mm -hmm. I can see that the cards are there I know in my mind they need to be done and if I have a deadline it's getting there yeah but like if it's only me that I'm relying on I'm like I can see it can't hear it (laughs) that was a that was a line from a scene that I did that Sam rehearsed with me (laughs) um okay my next strength is very popular and friendly um, all this adaptability and spontaneity comes together to form a person who is approachable. Oh, stop, my job! <laughs> TM. Um, <laughs> interesting and exciting with a cooperative and altruistic spirit and friendly, empathetic d- dispositions. Campaign- bleh, campaigners c- get along with pretty much everyone and their circles of friends stretch far and wide. Yeah, I would say that um, you are empathetic for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... <laughs> 
cherry pick that. <laughs> well, no, that, that, yeah. that, that was the one that stood out to me. Yeah. Just because like, um, I feel like even though if you haven't gone through something, you are just as empathetic to that. So, well, I guess it would be sympathetic in that case, but like you're just as sympathetic to that situation as you would be if, if it had happened to you. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Okay. What's your last uh, strength? That was my last strength. So oh, now I'm in, I'm in weaknesses, baby. Oh, damn. Okay. You lead the way. Okay. These are my weaknesses, everybody. <laughs> I am overly idealistic. Okay. People with the protagonist personality type can be caught off guard as they find that through circumstance or nature or simple misunderstanding, people fight against them and defy the principles they've adopted. However well-intentioned they may be, they are more likely to feel pity for this opposition than anger and can earn a reputation of naivety. Hmm. Hmm. Right? I don't know. The only thing that I could think about that is when people think that I'm naive in um I guess like like acting and like social media and like stuff like that when like because I do go into things and I'm like okay I'm just gonna like this is what's gonna happen and people think I'm like naive about stuff yeah even like when my dad was passing and people were like you know your dad's sick like thinking I'm fucking naive I'm like I'm not like I know what's going on like I know what's happening yeah so I, I agree with the like reputation of naivety but I don't know that um I don't yeah yeah, I don't. I, I don't, don't think people fight against me. <laughs> I feel like that one wasn't like worded in the like. I feel like that, I'm sure, is true in some way, but it's not like worded in a way that resonates seems to reflect you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's get into your weaknesses, baby. Poor practical skills. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> when it comes to conceiving ideas and starting projects, especially involving other people, campaigners have exceptional talent. Unfortunately. Their skill with upkeep, administration, and follow-through on those projects struggle. Administration, you don't say. (laughs) Um, Without more hands-on people to help push day-to-day things along, uh, campaigners' ideas are likely to remain just that, ideas. And you know what's interesting about us is that I like the day-to-day stuff, and you despise it. I was was just saying to Matt in the car, like, I have these, like, uh, I have something I have to, like, mail. And I was like, I... I'll do it tomorrow. And he's like, oh my God, it takes two seconds. And I'm like, Matt, I hate this shit. Like walking into the post office, I'm like, kill me. I- immediate depression. <laughs> like, I, I And I, lo- I think it. I would be such a good personal assistant because I fucking love 100%. that shit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Making phone calls, booking appointments, answering emails, dropping shit off, picking stuff up. I'm here for that it. That is my version of hell. And I just love it. It gives me purpose and I get to like tick shit off. And I'm like, yes, like when I have a ton of errands to run, chef's kiss. Ugh. see like okay I feel like I wake up and I feel like my day is so limited as is and I'm like how am I going to pack as many things as I want to do in here in this day mm-hmm. and is it going to actually work no it's not because I have fucking administrative things to do like <sighs> paperwork crap like that no like I just feel like it like just boxes me in that's fair I'm an artist <laughs> that is the thing is you are an artist yeah Ugh, I just want to do other shit with my day yeah <laughs> I love that little guitar riff on the intro to our ad song. (laughs) So do I. It makes me happy every time. (laughs) Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Skillshare. I'm so excited that Skillshare is hitting us back up. Me too. Everybody knows I freaking love Skillshare. They just make it so easy, truly. I started taking photography classes through Skillshare and it was just like so easily laid out and so like 
quick to like pick up and put down kind of thing like if I was like in between doing like work or whatever it was really easy to just like quickly like pick up a class and then like do one segment and kind of like carry on with my day what class were you taking so the class that I have taken so far is the it's his name is Justin Bridges that's the name of the um instructor instructor yeah and so there was two different classes of his that I took and they were both just like basics of photography because I just wanted to kind of like brush up on that um but one class that I'm kind of looking to take now is um I follow this guy on Instagram named Brandon Wolfel Wolf a Wolfel (laughs) um and he did a class um on Skillshare and it's called Instagram worthy photography oh wow yeah and so I just thought it would be interesting because he does like more like creative concepts so I thought it'd be interesting to like go do his class so that's what I'm like looking at next it's crazy too because like your photos have been bomb lately thanks man now I know your secret now (laughs) so does everybody else (laughs) there you go so if you guys don't know what Skillshare is it's an online learning community and as you guys know from uh last season like continued learning is really important to me I think that it's important to continue to expand your mind and I just think that it's so crazy that we have all of this like brain power available to us and now we have like online places like Skillshare that truly do make it so easy I know that this sounds like I'm reading off of like a script but this is like my <laughs> genuine feelings because I'm like so passionate about learning and it is cool because you can literally like pick it up put it down whenever you want to and I like I can see I'm so inspired with sign language now and like Sam has been taking these photography classes and it's just so cool so if you guys want to try out Skillshare you can go to Skillshare.com approachable and they're giving our listeners two months free premium trial so you can take as many classes as you want within that two months and uh you get it for free if you sign up at skillshare.com slash approachable so that's skillshare.com slash approachable if you guys want to have two months free premium membership and skillshare is a proud sponsor of approachable they literally said to us that they're a proud sponsor and you know what that means a lot so we're taking that that uh, <laughs> crown all the way. We are. We're taking bank. it seriously. Yeah. I'm in a relationship with Skillshare. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Skillshare. And uh, I'm excited to see what photos you start posting, man. Okay, well, now this is a little bit too much pressure for me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. The pressure needs to be on you this season because people were coming at me hard for Spanish last okay, season. Okay, you mentioned it in every episode. <laughs> so that's like completely on you. <laughs> I casually mentioned photography. You're like, hey, what about Spanish? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Spanish is coming, okay? All right. Okay. Um, I'm too selfless. (laughs) Yep. Protagonists can bury themselves in their hopeful promises, feeling others' problems as their own and striving hard to meet their word. They aren't careful. They can spread themselves too thin and be left unable to help anyone. Do you, do you see it as wishfulness? Um, is that what it said? I thought it did, but maybe no. I just came up with that in my head. It did, yeah. Okay, so like, um, like you being selfless, like do you feel like um, sometimes you are selfless towards people because like you want to believe in them you want to believe that like they're gonna change they're gonna be better they're gonna like whatever kind of thing like is that part of it for you um I think I just like making people feel good Hmm. I really do like I like as we discovered like I'm acts of service yeah (laughs) my love language and I just like yeah I like making people feel cared about and loved and like whatever and I think um like lifting people up like selfishly like makes me feel good I don't think that's selfish. Hmm. Um, but do you agree? Like, do you think you, like, sometimes maybe get taken advantage of? 
Well, the only reason that I agree is because you've brought forth so many times real life um, scenarios <laughs> of that. But before that, I did not agree. No. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Um, my next one is find it difficult to focus. Um, campaigners are natural explorers of interpersonal connections and philosophy, but this backfires when what needs to be done is that TPS report sitting right in front of them. It's hard for campaigners to maintain interest as tasks drift towards routine, administrative matters, and away from broader concepts. I feel like they're really like just trying to drive this one home. <laughs> they are not an one. administrator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same, same, same. Yeah. Basically. 100%. Yeah. If you're, that's the thing. If you're passionate about something, like you're, like you're hyper-focused. Yeah. That's like all that's on your mind. But if it's, yeah, if it's other stuff, it's like, ugh, can't be fucked. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a bad case of the fuckets. Hmm. I've never heard you say that before. Oh, I Matt says that. Um, you're just, you're going to be like, to this one. Okay, go ahead. Too sensitive? Too. <laughs> 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 you dabble in sensitivity. <laughs> She's already welling. <laughs> I'm just a sensitive lady. <clears throat> While... <laughs> While receptive to criticism, seeing it as a tool for leading a better team, it's easier. It's easy for protagonists to take it a little too much to heart. Their sensitivity to others means that protagonists sometimes feel problems that aren't their own and try to fix things they can't fix, worrying if they are doing enough. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, across the board. Yeah. Yeah. I do often worry if I'm doing enough, especially, like, for my friends. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way. Well, and, like, that's, like... I find um, as well, like watching you like interact with friends or like hearing about you interact with friends and stuff like that. It's like problems that really like you, there's just absolutely no way you could solve them. It's like unchanging. Um, You're still like, I feel like maybe I could try though. Like, (laughs) 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 let me take a swing at it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My next weakness is um, overthinking. Mm. Campaigners don't take things at face value. They look for underlying motives in even the simplest things. Well, hell yeah, you do. <laughs> it's not uncommon for campaigners to lose a bit of sleep asking themselves why someone did what they did, what it might mean, and what to do about it. Remember that one day when I was hungover and I didn't text you because I was so fucking... This was obviously a long time ago. But I was so fucking hungover that I couldn't even like talk to anybody. And you were like, is she mad at me? And I was like, okay, first of all, she hasn't texted me yet. And you just text me like whenever when she wakes up and ask me what I'm doing today. And like, it was like weird. Like I was like... Oh my god yeah it's happening but yeah big overthinker yeah for sure but i you know what i think that that's attached to is like going back to your your strengths is like your empathy for people and like wanting to be a good like friend basically mm. yeah and i think that that's like the positive and then when it becomes too much is when like the overthinking takes over well and i think as well um i try to understand things that might be going on with people that they don't even recognize yet Mm. um because that's something that I feel like frustrated when I look back at my own life I'm like oh like I just wish that I had a better understanding of myself at that time and like I I knew what I was going through so that I could have like dealt with it better Mm -hmm. um and so that's why I feel like it's like a little task for me when like I can see there's like something that someone is like hurting or they are like just like they need some kind of change basically Mm -hmm. but they just like don't understand like what's even going on i really try to fucking unearth that oh yeah you do (laughs) oh yeah you do (laughs) um fluctuating self-esteem damn i have a lot of fucking 
the weaknesses really my i have two more i have three more okay you can do two next time <laughs> it's okay <laughs> Go ahead. uh fluctuating self-esteem um so protagonists define their self-esteem by whether they are able to live up to their ideals and <laughs> see your head and sometimes ask uh, for criticism more out of insecurity than out of confidence always wondering what they could do better if they fail to meet a goal or to help someone they said they'd help their self-confidence will undoubtedly plummet yeah yeah i would say that like my self-esteem like it can be related to like letting people down for sure but i think also just like in my like i've never been like self letting what what is that word self-assured yeah i guess yeah yeah just in general yeah i think there's like quite a bit of doubt there yeah and i don't know that it's even doubt like that you think you can't do it i think it's doubt as in like can I emotionally handle doing mm-hmm. this? Like, am mm-hmm. I going to be able to like, yeah. you know? One, like, am I like worthy of it? Like, are people going to look at me and be like, <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> fuck that shit, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, wow. I've literally never, that's never crossed my mind. Really? No, because I feel, I don't, I rarely, rarely at this point in my life, like look at other people and be like, they don't deserve it. I feel like if someone is where they are, Typically, it's because they have done something to get there. Right. So even if that's not necessarily them doing all of the legwork, they're obviously someone who's enough of a leader where they can, you know, assemble a large team of people to get something done. Right. So I just, yeah, I don't. Wow. Literally never. Hmm. Yeah, no. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one is get stressed easily. Mm. All this overthinking isn't just for their own benefit. Campaigners, especially turbulent ones, I'm not turbulent. Yeah. I'm assertive. Um, especially turbulent ones are very sensitive and care deeply about others' feelings. A consequence of their popularity is that others often look to them for guidance and help, which takes time. And it's easy to see why campaigners sometimes get overwhelmed, especially when they can't say yes to every request. Yeah, I don't think you get stressed easily. I think there's like good reason for when you're stressed. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. Um, but yeah, I think, what was the last line? Sorry. Um, they can sometimes get overwhelmed, especially when they can't say yes to every request. Yeah, I think that you, if somebody's like asks asking something of you, you like want to say yes. Yeah. Like if you care about them, I mean. Yeah, like I think I get, I don't get as stressed with um, like tasks as I do with like people. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I would say that I get, eh, maybe not easily, but I would say I get stressed like relatively easily with like people and like... Um, I guess like worrying what like how might this thing affect my relationship with this person mm, or yes you yeah. know like did me saying this like mean anything to them or like did that like hurt them or you know crap like that like That's I think true, that yeah. yeah bothers me yeah did you want to do another one since you have three okay <laughs> uh we can really spend some time <laughs> in my weaknesses uh, my next one is highly emotional Pisces Aww. queen um while emotional expression is healthy and natural with campaigners even viewing it as a core part of their identity it can come out strongly enough to cause problems for this personality type particularly when under stress criticism or conflict campaigners can experience emotional bursts that are counterproductive at best do you agree with this go ahead yeah yeah look at this look at this she won't even she won't even say it to my face (laughs) i think that you i think you are an emotional person and i i think that it's a strength and, of course, like, weakness, you know, sometimes yeah. to a weakness. Yeah. I think that I, I think my reaction is almost always emotional. Um, 
in some capacity, but I do feel like I've gotten better about it, like not actually like causing problems for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, because that was something like I used to be very reactive and I try to not do that as much now. Yeah. When I feel like you're pretty honest about like when you're feeling like some type of way. Yeah. Hey, I'm feeling some type of way. <laughs> like if you're like subject line in an emotional like state or whatever. Yeah, for I sure. I feel like you're pretty honest about it. Um, with that last drink. Weakness. Weakness. <laughs> I wish. Uh, struggle to make tough decisions. So <laughs> if caught between a rock and a hard place, protagonists can be stricken with paralysis. Imagining all the consequences of their actions. For fuck's sake. Especially if those consequences are humanitarian. This strikes me so much for when I was making that career change. Oh my goodness, I was paralyzed. I'm still paralyzed. I can't make any decisions because I'm just like, I don't want to make a mistake. <laughs> that like, it's, I feel like that's where, it, and it's not even like a clash, but it's almost like I, ugh, like I cannot handle watching it. <laughs> It's like it's like watching like an old person type on a keyboard and you're like, just fucking let me do this, dude. Like this is brutal. Like Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think too, because like I I think that you do know deep down the right answer, but you're just like, oof, committing to this. Yeah. Not yeah. Not it's like the that. fear of, of failure. Yeah. Or making a mistake. Yeah. But you shouldn't be afraid. Um, my last weakness is independent to a fault. Mm. Um, campaigners loathe being micromanaged and restrained by heavy-handed rules. You don't say. <laughs> um, they want to be seen as highly independent masters of their own fates, even mm-hmm. possessors of an altruistic wisdom that goes beyond draconian law. Okay, that's like just going down a different... I don't yeah. know what that fucking means at all. Um, the challenge for campaigners is that they live in a world of checks and balances, a pill they're not happy to swallow. I say that all the fucking time. I'm like, I cannot believe somebody set our society up like this. <laughs> Yeah. Christ. I think that if you could do everything yourself, you would. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You don't need nobody. And, and, and like, I think that I, I'm, I can see in other people certain, like, strengths um, that I think, okay, yes, like, they're better aligned with, like, this task that, like, I don't think I could do. So, like, it's not really that I want to take over tasks that I'm, like, not as good at as much. Mm -hmm. But, like, the tasks that I feel like I have, like, a, like, pretty good understanding of, I'm, like, it's just so much easier to just, like, do it yourself. Yeah. And you don't like rules. You're, like, why? No. Fuck no. Mm -mm. I'm doing it anyway. (laughs) I'm just, like, (laughs) thinking back to, like, I just had, like, a flashback of, like, literally every moment in my life where that's been true. Um, But, like, even, um we're taking the dogs to like dog training right now and uh the dog trainer said to me she was like don't repeat the commands and don't like like for stay don't hold your hand out and I'm like fucking why why like if that gets the dog to like do like explain to me then like that's the thing is like if it's a rule that's like being enforced I need to know why yeah I'm a big why person too yeah because like I I just don't the the problem that I have with rules I'm just gonna really harp on this for a second um the problem I have with rules is that I feel like so many of them are instated um like potentially needlessly but also at a time where maybe things were very different Mm -hmm. and they just haven't changed um so I feel like does that rule still align with like how we do things now so then is it necessary if it doesn't like you know like I just yeah yeah I agree with that too and I think that honestly that's a big um, part of our generation is wanting to know the why so that we can sure. like streamline it or like make it better 
something like that. Well, and I, and I think that I think that that is exactly it. Like people really want to expand on things and be mm-hmm. like, okay, like how can we make this more efficient or you yeah. know whatever. Like, I, and I think that that's not. I don't see that as a weakness. <laughs> no, I don't see that as a weakness. No, que- because questioning is is a positive thing. Yeah, you know, because like if we're always only being obedient, that's all we'll ever be for sure, and we'll never progress. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, fuck obedience. No, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty obedient. <laughs> fuck obedience, but also I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me what to do. Yeah, um, basically. The next thing is about romantic relationships. Are you ready for this? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and Convince make this it? brief a little bit. Um, so when it comes to relationships, there's hardly anyone around who's more excited than campaigners to share their with their partner the bounty of ideas and eye-opening experiences that life has to offer. Um, Relationships are a joyous process of mutual exploration and imagination, a chance to connect with another soul. They take their relationship seriously and are known for their uninhibited and unshakable devotion to people who to whom they've committed their hearts um if campaigners uh can be said to tolerate such a formal process of dating to begin with they will show these qualities by showing their new flames with showering their new flames with affection and will do everything they can to build a strong relationship by demonstrating their devotion and reliability by whatever means available long distance relationships are quite common among campaigners i was all about that shit when i was younger Mm -hmm. Um, as they view physical distance as just another idea no match for concepts like love this gives them the chance to demonstrate their commitment, both by staying true despite the physical separation and with overtures of su- effort to surprise their partners crossing that distance on a whim. Um, people with uh, the campaigner personality type express these ideas sexu- sexually as well, exploring the physical with imagination and passion. Oh, do you? Um, view- <laughs> viewing these times together as a chance to let their feelings for each other shine, sharing their love and affection. Campaigners will willingly experiment with their partners even early in a relationship, but they can be oddly perfectionistic, believing that these physical acts are a representation of their deeper love. I don't think I feel that way about that. Um, And as such should not be performed carelessly. This perfectionism is also a reflection of their sensitivity, their desire not to disappoint, and campaigners appreciate a well-placed compliment. That seemed disjointed. Yeah, that did seem disjointed. (laughs) Um, uh, not everyone can handle the excitement, occasional neediness, and emotional ups and downs that this philosophy entails, whether long distance or long term. Um, campaigners constantly explore new ideas and improvements, fantasize about future possibilities. In dating, this tendency to look at potential rather than the present can be self-defeating, and their spontaneity makes it harder to stay focused on their end goal of a long-term relationship. If their partners aren't able to reciprocate these acts of excitement and devotion, campaigners will likely end up feeling unhappy, unhappy and misunderstood. Um, they go all in with their relationships and if they fall apart despite their efforts they can end up plagued with questions about why the relationship failed and what they could have done differently um these thoughts can crush campaigner self-esteem as they sink into depression oh interesting Um, (laughs) it's important for campaigner personalities as with anyone to remember that relationships in aren't always mutual um after a trial like this campaigners may be reluctant to open up and commit and it can take years for a partner to navigate their bewildering depth and intensity (laughs) falsely believing that campaigners enthusiasm and apparent openness means that they wear everything on their sleeves yeah there's some of that that i i don't but i mean i'm not in a relationship with you specifically but um some of it was a little bit like shaky yeah i think that i used to identify with the relationships portion of that more when I was younger Mm. I definitely don't 
the whole like devotion thing yeah really fucking moved on from that yeah i've that's what i see anyway that's my experience of you yeah yeah um but with the devotion thing uh you have never like like you don't look at other people and want them you know what i mean like yeah you source someone like specific and that's it i source them <laughs> um but like you i feel like anybody else could be invisible to you at that point like any other like male suitor it's just like there is nobody else in the world like i don't give a fuck yeah uh so in that way i feel like that's kind of where the devotion thing comes in it i don't think that devotion is the right word but just like hyper focused on like well this is this is the only one yeah like you don't care um i would say to um with the devotion thing like I've never really been someone that could be like talked into a breakup mm-hmm. um like I was like no like I'm I like I can work through like quite a fucking bit mm-hmm. um and be like pretty patient through stuff so I would say that like devoted maybe in that way more so mm-hmm. um but when it's done it's done it is done <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's like not like happening anymore yeah so I don't I don't relate to the devotion part as much anymore in that yeah. way yeah yeah let's hear about your love life you're getting freaky in the sack apparently yeah i don't know that i and like the perfect perfectionist is perfectionistic thing i don't know that i like agree with that either yeah i don't think so either yeah this is fucking bizarre yeah all right people who share the protagonist personality type feel the most at home when they are in a relationship and few types are are more eager to establish a loving um i'm gonna start that sentence over (laughs) And few types are more eager to establish a loving commitment with their chosen partners. Uh, we take dating and relationships seriously, selecting partners with an eye towards the long haul rather than the more casual approach that might be expected from some types in the explorer role group. I don't know if that's true. Like I was in a very long relationship, but like before that, like I was, well, but that's a lie. I was usually lying when I said I wanted something casual. Okay. Uh- <laughs> but I, th- I think also like, I think that there's a very obvious difference for you. Like if it's casual, it's casual. Right. And if it's long-term, it's like. We in it. <laughs> yeah. Like you like really have like intentions. Yeah. <laughs> I have intentions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's no greater joy than to help along the goals of someone they care about. And the interweaving of lives that committed relationship represents is the perfect opportunity to do just that. Um, our intuitive trait helps us keep up with rapidly shifting moods that are common early in relationships. Uh, we rely on conversations about our mutual feelings, checking the pulse of the relationship, asking how things are. Um, do you agree with that one? Um, I I kind of do it like in a, a like secret way. More subtle way. Very subtle. Yeah. But like I feel like I can like read between the lines mm. type of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm not like, how are we? How like, where are we? What's, I never do that. Like, I feel like I rely a lot more on like what I'm feeling from somebody else. Like I can feel their the vibes. energy yeah yeah um and then like obviously the acts of yeah. what they're doing basically um while this can help uh to keep conflict like at bay i think um that we also risk being overbearing or needy all right i mean i've been uh <laughs> i've been accused of that in the past <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should keep in mind that sometimes the only thing that's wrong is being asked what's wrong too often. Um, don't need much to be happy. Just need to know that our partner's happy. Um, are you an asker of what's wrong? Um, 
I I think I asked like, what are you thinking? Mm. Yeah, be like, what you thinking? Yeah, and but I can just tell like I know if something's like on your mind or like if something's wrong, and then I will ask and I will figure it out yeah. type of thing. Like, I will find out. Yeah, because I'm like, if you're thinking something, just fucking tell me, man. Like yeah. let's like work through this. Like whether it's on you or it's on me or like it's on us. You're ready to uncover the truth. <laughs> CSI. Uh, making others goals come to fruition is often the chiefest concern of protagonists um, but if they aren't careful uh, in a quest for my partner's satisfaction it can leave me neglecting my own needs Um, it's important to remember to express those needs on occasion especially early on Um, we avoid conflict Uh, do I Um, yes (laughs) oh my are you joking I guess so. Yeah, I do. Oh, you're so right. I do avoid conflict. Yeah, I'm just like, it's break. fine. It's fine. I'll do it. You avoid conflict so much. You don't even want to like talk about avoiding conflict. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Sacrificing our own principles to keep the peace can <laughs> can lead to long term problems. Um. Uh. We can be too preemptive in resolving our conflicts um asking for criticisms and suggestions in ways that can uh, convey neediness or insecurity i we invest wholly uh we invest our emotions wholly in the relationship um so eager to please that sometimes it undermines the relationship and can lead to resentment um um if potential partners appreciate these qualities, though, and, and make an effort themselves to look after the needs of their protagonist partners, they will enjoy long, happy, passionate relationships. Um, protagonists are known to be dependable lovers, perhaps more interested in routine and stability than spontaneity in their sex lives, but always dead in us. Always which? Sorry, what was that? But always dedicated to the self, selfless satisfaction of their partners. Yeah. <laughs> from what i've heard <laughs> from what i gather <laughs> ultimately protagonist personalities believe that the only true happiness is mutual happiness and that's the stuff successful relationships are made of makes for an ideal suitor yeah <laughs> um the next category is friendships Ooh. um so this is me as a friend allegedly i'm ready As friends, campaigners are cheerful and supportive, always sharing and developing ideas and staying open-minded, taking in others' thoughts and feelings. This warmth and sincerity makes people with the campaigner personality type masters of drawing people out of their shell, and as a result, they tend to have a huge circle of friends. I wouldn't say that you have a huge circle of friends because you um, value, like, quality over quantity. Uh, Yeah, I would say I have a huge circle of acquaintances. Yeah, (laughs) true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you're wildly supportive oh thank you yeah you're welcome um and shit what was the other ones in there sorry um uh always sharing and developing ideas staying open-minded taking Mm -hmm. in others thoughts and feelings and then masters of drawing people out of their shells yeah i would say that too especially with like your in-depth like conversations and stuff like that i think that it makes people feel comfortable because a lot of people i feel like will ask questions and you can tell that they're not really listening Mm. but like you're you're listening and like you have like a like 10 page questions on what somebody else has said like you're really listening a little too closely (laughs) yeah um do you know that samantha means listener really yeah oh wow yeah um 
Okay, more outgoing types will naturally gravitate towards them, but campaigners will also go to great lengths and be surprisingly persistent in their efforts to get to know more reserved personalities. I really like to force it out of people. I think Mm -hmm. that one's true. Um, Years, like you are a reserved personality, I feel. Which is so, you present with like openness and like really like, like it seems like you'd be so easy to get to know, but you're fucking not. Well, yeah, I think that that's, something that I came to realize just like mostly recently is Mm -hmm. that like I am I do feel like I'm outgoing but it's true like the the real me the deep me is like it's in there (laughs) how many people would you say like really like know you I would say you and Jen all right yeah and the only reason with Jen is because like I was like wasted most of our relationship so like (laughs) so there's no holding back yeah she really got it out of me (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Their ability to tune into others and speak their language with that characteristic, uh, infectious enthusiasm helps them in this endeavor of, um, getting to know people with more reserved personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the allure of mystery that reserved types, especially introverted intuitives bring to the table will keep campaigners intrigued for years. Um, this personality type may never be able to reciprocate the breadth of human interest that campaigners present, uh, but they do appreciate campaigners efforts. Um, I, almost all of my best friends, like back in the day were, um, introverted Hmm. personality types. And now actually I find that it's shifting. Interesting. Yeah. Which is I wonder why that is. I don't know. Cause like almost all of like my really, really close friends were INFJ specifically. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, like just recently, like having done like the personality test with a few people, I'm like, oh damn, Hmm. like becoming more friends with more so with which is funny because i feel like i'm becoming more introverted oh maybe that's why yeah maybe yeah switching there you go wow was that it uh no it goes on and on and on (laughs) uh oh yeah okay this is this is an interesting one um or maybe it's not who knows um too often campaigners hold their friends in an unrealistic light expecting them to keep up with the constant flow of ideas and experiences that they consider (laughs) integral to life um campaigners put their whole hearts into their friendship and it can come as a shock to them to find out that their friends aren't the flawless titans that they believe them to be (laughs) am i not a flawless titan (laughs) um i do feel like um i don't know that i like expect people to like keep up with like the flow or whatever but i wish for them to yeah (laughs) that's what i would say yeah yeah i think that you really believe in people and you see like so much strength like you can pick out the strength in everybody and you're like okay now just like harness it just do it (laughs) every day yeah um yeah like i think that that's um yeah that's definitely something like in my friendships is like it's really hard for me to watch people not doing what they should be doing yeah and like not reaching their potential yeah yeah you're like okay well let's figure this out how can you (laughs) yeah quit your job first of all (laughs) hand in your notice now right now um okay um okay campaigner personality types um can find themselves disappointed by what they see as a lack of substance beneath the surface um they tend to get deeply involved in others lives going to great lengths and efforts to be the selfless caring and supportive people they are and all the while forget to take care of themselves both Mm. in terms of basic needs like financial stability and rest as well as a more emotional needs like mutual understanding and reciprocation campaign personalities tend to give much more of themselves um most are even capable of giving back this sort of imbalance isn't sustainable um as seemingly one-sided generosity often leads to criticism and resentment on both sides listen okay you are the most generous person I've ever met. Oh, thank you. 
I say this all the time to Annie. I'm just like, it's just like, I I truly believe that you would give like everything you had to somebody like that you really cared about. For sure. Like, this is the thing is like, I think that people might be surprised by this, but like, you are not materialistic in the fucking slightest. No. Like when you literally had nothing, you would like still, you didn't care. It was like, okay, well, I would rather have this experience with you than to like have this money or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, if you, if you have something that you know somebody else needs, you'll be like, here you go. <laughs> Which is like, I, th- I think like also to a detriment. <laughs> Oh, for sure it is, for sure. <laughs> because pe- I think that people can take advantage of it. And it, that's actually something that I really struggle with because, like, you are so generous with me as well. And I'm like, I just, like, want to push back on it so much because I'm like, you worked hard for this. <laughs> yeah, I find that a lot of my, um, a lo- first of all, a lot of my friends have said that that's, like, a um, weakness. Or not a weakness, but, like, to my detriment. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of, like, my really, really good friends as well have, have like almost like felt like uncomfortable with like the generosity like mm. they're like I hope you don't think yeah anything like whatever and I'm like I know it's not even like I th- don't think I know that you're not that person like right. I know you're not taking advantage of me whatever mm-hmm. that, that logic has um failed me once or twice <laughs> um but for the most part like I do know the difference between people that are genuine and like deserve generosity and people that um don't because I don't even interact with the people that don't right like I just have no yeah no desire yeah um there was one thing that I oh yeah um the thing about um like not having like emotional needs like mutual understanding and reciprocation met I feel like for me um this is something I've been like reflecting on lately I feel like for me this has a lot less to do with the fact that like other people aren't living up to my expectations or like what I would do for them it has more to do with the fact that like I don't allow people to be that for me mm. like in the way that I would want to be for them right I'm like no yeah I think it's I don't think it's pride I but you just want to be strong enough to like not yeah. need anything yeah for sure whereas it's like the, I feel like well, I can't speak for anybody else, but like, I care about you so much. I'm like, let me do anything. <laughs> let me do anything for you. <laughs> do you want me to rub your back? <laughs> Can I make your bed? <laughs> Acts of service. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lord. that's your independent nature. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, the last little bit about friendships is um, that uh, we are open-minded and sincere enough in their in our friendships um, that we can connect with and understand even acquaintances well enough and recognize that not everyone expresses themselves in the same way and that's okay mm. um, their sensitivity may make it too challenging to play with more critical and argumentative personalities such as strongly expressed thinking and judging types which is Matt mm. um, but they do appreciate even cherish the company of most anyone who appreciates theirs and the adventures and and experiences they have together the stuff a good life is made of oh there you go let's hear about what kind of friend you are yeah (laughs) uh when it comes to friendships protagonists are anything but passive oh right i feel like i'm actually pretty passive uh while some personality types may accept the circumstantial highs and lows of friendship their feelings waxing and waning with the times protagonists will put active effort into maintaining these connections viewing them as substantial and important not something to let slip away through laziness or inattention okay Uh, yeah, yeah yeah now that it's like and i think like passiveness if anything um is more so like in the long term way I wouldn't say you're, like, as passive with, like, day-to-day, like, conversations. No. Yeah. Yeah. 
but like i can like go with the flow type of thing yeah yeah um we take genuine pleasure in getting to know other people and have no uh, trouble talking with people of all types and modes of thought yeah it's true even in disagreement other perspectives are fascinating to protagonists though like most people they connect best with individuals who share their principles and ideals and types in diplomat and analyst roles are best um able to explore protagonist viewpoints on them uh, which are simply too idealistic for most um, it is with these closest friends that protagonists will truly open up, keeping their many other connections in a realm of light hearted, but genuine support and encouragement. So that's like where I'm like reserved, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, others truly value their protagonist friends, appreciating the warmth, kindness, and sincere optimism and cheer they bring to the table. Yeah. So that's like people's like number one, like descriptor of Alyssa is that she's positive. Aww. Look at a golden retriever. <laughs> I'm never gonna let that go. Now that you call me a golden retriever, it's don't let it go. So funny because that's the dog that I want too. Oh, they're so nice. I know. Can you imagine Kuma? I know Kuma girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Uh, protagonists want to be the best friends possible, and it shows in how they work to find out not just the superficial interests of their friends, but their strengths, passions, hopes, and dreams. Uh, nothing makes protagonists happier than when they see the people they care about do well, and they are more than happy to take their own time and energy to help make that happen oh for sure yeah like you're really not someone who like looks at other people being like ugh, like why are they there or like why are they doing so much better like you really like don't you're like yeah they deserve it like yeah and I feel like especially like because I'm in such like uh like non-traditional like workspace and have been for a while now um you were like one of the only people who are like cool yeah that's awesome like good job have fun like you know like you weren't like ooh, but it's like is this gonna be (laughs) sustainable like I don't feel like you ever like look down on like my decision like that no not at all and I actually remember us um talking about this was at the very beginning um remember when we were talking about like the 30 days of makeup or whatever yeah 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 like even back then it's crazy. It's crazy to think back to that long. I know. I posted a photo. Um, I was going back through my Instagram. I posted a photo like five or six years ago, saying, "Congrats, congratulations, Battle Ash on 100k." <laughs> Wild. Wild, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, while protagonists enjoy lending this helping hand, other personality types may simply not have the energy or drive to keep up with it, creating further strain. People with protagonist personality type can become offended if their efforts aren't reciprocated when the opportunity arises. I don't know if that's true, though. Can you say that one more time? Um, so, uh, um, okay, so um, while protagonists enjoy lending this helping hand by being, like, um, happy for other people, um, other personality types may simply not have the energy or drive to keep up with it, creating further strain. People with the protagonist personality type can become offended if their efforts aren't reciprocated when the opportunity arises. Oh, I don't, I don't think I agree. Yeah. I don't know that I agree either. Yeah. I don't know that that's ever come up really though. I don't really have many friends. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that you have like, like per- particularly like outlandish expectations of people though. Like I don't think you hold people to like expectations very much. No, I just like value connection, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need people really to do things. I mean, obviously I like am thankful and stuff like that, yeah. but I don't really... I just like want to spend time with you. <laughs> just want to hang out. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, protagonists give and take. Um, sorry. Off, ultimately, protagonists give and take can become stifling to types who are more interested in the moment 
rather than the future, or who simply have identities that rest firmly on the assertive side, making them content with who they are and uninterested in the sort of self-improvement and goal-setting that protagonists hold so dear. So, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, I don't really agree with this. Um, when this happens, protagonist personalities can be critical if they believe it's necessary, while usually tactful and often helpful. If their friend is already annoyed by the protagonist's attempts to push them forward, it can simply cause them to dig in their heels further. Um, protagonists should try to avoid taking this personally when it happens and relax their inflexibility to the occasional live and let live attitude. You know what I will say? I used to be like this. Yeah. Like I used to be extremely confrontational and, um, I like a little bit judgmental. I guess like of people I'm like well why are they doing this like not in like a like you following your dreams type of way but people who would just like smoke weed and sit on the couch all day and shit like that and then one of my ex-boyfriends actually said something to me one time um and he was like if they're happy doing that then just let them be happy doing that yeah and then like that really sat with me and I was like you know what if they're not hurting anybody why does it matter yeah like who am I like if you just want to have a certain type of life and that's on you then like whatever yeah yeah so i don't know i don't know if i believe that anymore but maybe <laughs> maybe before <laughs> do you, what do you think um at the beginning i was like uh-huh and then like towards the end i was like nah, okay i can see because like i think there's sometimes where um if people aren't making the decision that you would make and it can be like super small things as well. But I think like if people aren't making the decision you would make, sometimes you can be like, okay, well, you know, like, have like a little bit of judgment or feel like, um, like you kind of want to like redirect them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I spe- yeah. <laughs> You're like, hmm, now reflecting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Going back. Yeah, I'm like, that's not the right decision. Here it is. Here's the right decision. Uh, ultimately, though, protagonists will find that their excitement and under unyielding optimism will yield them many satisfying relationships with people who appreciate and share their vision and authenticity. The joy protagonists take in moving forward means that there is always a sense of purpose behind their friendships, creating bonds that are not easily shaken. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You have pretty, like, intense, intense Yeah, no kidding. Bonds. I don't really want to read the parenthood one. No! I never read the parenthood <clears throat> one. Okay, yeah. Okay, so all of that said, how accurate on a scale of 1 to 10 would you say that was for you? Yeah, I feel like it was probably, like, a 9 or, like, an 8.5. Like, there was a lot of points in there for me that I felt, like, really were true. Yeah. And I just think it's interesting that I've changed so much over the last year and not even like changed is the thing. I think that I just like uncovered like my true identity. <laughs> yeah, I do think that um oh, like you're so interesting to me. Um <laughs> I think that you have always been resolute in like what you actually do believe and do feel, but I think that you like just from watching you like over the years sort of thing and especially like at a younger age I think that you wanted to be presented differently like you wanted to sort of be more with like the hive mind maybe what Um, does that mean sorry with like the like general like Mm. how how people generally view things or think things should be or whatever societal norms yeah I was big into that yeah like and I think that even though you knew that that like deep down like maybe clashed with some of your ideals you were like Mm-hmm. Trade, trade-off is worth it like yeah and I and it's, so it's interesting because I do think it's more of you less of you changing and more of you sort of like peeling back that top player and right. saying like okay like this is what it actually is shedding my skin yeah exactly what about you do you think that you're 
I would say like 9.5 for accuracy. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think the relationships one, um, the friendships one I think is still pretty accurate. The relationships one I don't find as, a- in, as accurate. And I think that that has a lot to do with the fact that um, Matt is like literally the exact opposite personality type for me. And like everything that I've ever looked up about our <laughs> relationship is like, this is like the most at odds you could possibly be <laughs> and like it's it's true like and I, and I think that like being with Matt has very much so shifted like how I view relationships and in some ways not for like the worst by any means because I I think that I did dedicate like too much time and focus onto relationships that like really didn't mm-hmm. serve me you know yeah because that kind of held me back from doing things a lot earlier in life. And I look, I feel like that's actually a regret of mine. Yeah. I like look back and I feel like, fuck man, like I wish I had gotten started on things sooner. And the only reason I didn't is because I was so like caught up in relationships. Yeah. You, I think that for a long time, if I could be so bold, um, (laughs) your like main focus was like creating a life with somebody. For sure. And what, like whoever you were with at that time was like it, like that was it. And that like really consumed you. You know what? Even I'm, in high school. Yeah, I think I'm coming to this realization right here, right now. Um, I think that because I knew what I wanted to do as a career so young, I felt like that part of my life was like taken care of. Right. I was like, I know what I'm passionate about. So now whatever's missing is going to be filled by a person. So I think that that's why I was pursuing that so intensely. Right. And then like as I got older, I realized that like not at all so now I'm focusing my attention to what actually like fills my cup kind of thing right yeah I'm just pouring something in, in my cup. cup um but uh yeah I think that I was just kind of like misguided and thinking that that's how I was going to be fulfilled well and I think that's hard too because because you knew so young what you wanted to do a lot of other people were still trying to figure that out and they may might not have been emotionally where you were yeah not that they didn't care about you I just mean like the longevity of it I guess or the intensity for sure yeah yeah interesting um do you feel like you because like your thing kind of said like you can get along with like anyone do you feel like you can like get along with anyone like I think you surface level for sure like Mm -hmm. small talk like whatever like seeing them at a party but like do you think you actually like jive with any personality type hmm um I think gosh I think surface level yeah I would say I think that it's really hard for me to love someone. Does that make sense? Really? Not, okay, not that way. I mean like friend, okay, yeah, you're wrong. I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm trying to think like what I'm saying. Like it's not hard for me to love someone. It has to be the right type of person Mm. sort of thing. Like like my friends I love so deeply and I'm like not scared to say it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, say it all the time. I love you. (laughs) Um, But there there are few people that like I feel that way about I think just because like my ideals and like um what's important to me are so like set in stone now and like with privacy and like authenticity and and stuff like that that if you don't share that with me I can 100% like go on a trip with you I could um like I can put up with a lot of shit I could start a podcast with you I could live in your basement (laughs) I mean honestly like I've I've been like really close friends with people that honestly I would not talk to now Mm. just because like I can get along with anyone and I just do it uh but like truly like you know would want to call all the time yeah I don't know why what do you think about that what do you think about me um I don't know. That's why I was curious. Because I, I do think you can get along with, like, virtually any personality type um, 
on a surface level but mm-hmm. I think like I I just imagine more so that like to have like a, a really like intense bond I think there's certain things that you would not like be lax on yeah and and I I don't think that I would open up to literally anybody because yeah. this is the thing too is that like I get really annoyed I guess if I do let in on something and then the reaction isn't um like not even genuine or anything but like it's like glazed over like if I'm gonna let you in Mm -hmm. on something I want you to be like here with me experiencing that like I'm letting you in on this yeah but if you just like um change the subject back to you or something like that it's like it's almost like you're like shooting me in the foot do you think that's because like with your privacy thing like you're so you're so private that when you're like okay I'm I'm opening it up a little bit here like I'm like letting you in telling you the passcode to my phone like you know like do you think that that's why I'm sure yeah it's the vulnerability Mm -hmm. piece of it I think it's like it's it's easy for me to be vulnerable in this way now but like um the stuff that I really hold near and dear yeah it's like if I let you in on that like I, I need you to like take care of it yeah and if you're not going to take care of it it's like how precious <laughs> uh, yeah all right there you go well there you have it so that's sam and i in a nutshell i literally am like laying on this couch like don't you start like <laughs> sitting upright and then towards the end you're just like do you guys like and this? that's the end of the podcast do you guys like this style of podcast where i'm literally like one with the couch you're like in like classic like getting into like being painted pose <laughs> that picture that i posted everybody was like <laughs> jack draw me like one of your french girls everyone's really missing out if they're not watching the youtube version of this right right now yeah truly don't watch the youtube version of this one <laughs> i'm embarrassed now i feel very unprofessional uh, all right guys all right well thanks for coming back for another season with us yeah we have some exciting topics lined up and we're really like we're roaring and ready to go so thank you guys for being so patient with our hiatus we really appreciate it and um yeah we won't do you dirty hopefully hopefully (laughs) let's not make any promises (laughs) that's fair all right guys thank you so much bye bye